And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here to have another conversation I'm hoping helps your business grow. All right, look, you have platform after platform social media account here, another social media account there. Everyone says you need to be on all of them and you should be doing this and you should be making 8,000 pieces of content every day. And it all feels really overwhelming. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about TikTok today and hopefully uh, demystify that for some of you and get you some good information about why it might be the platform to put your business on and also why there are so many things out there, so many options and what makes the most sense for that before we get into that and before I introduce today's guest, which I'm really excited to have on the show today. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. We said that we are gonna demystify things. That's what Fullscale does. We make it really easy for you to find top talent and do it quickly and affordably. With me today, I've got Garland Hill and Garland is the head of growth businesses for the global business solutions department at TikTok. And we're gonna get all into that, but hailing today from Austin, Texas, Garland, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. This is a uh, this is a great honor. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you joining us, and and you know we got so much to talk about. Before we get into that, I always like to get a little bit of backstory. And why don't you give us a little backstory about yourself and also what you do at TikTok? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, background about myself: uh, I like to joke that I'm a, a reform brand marketer. I spent the better part of half a decade as a uh, as brand marketer at General Mills, kind of a classical CPG uh, marketing training. Um, and then from there, I shifted my shifted my career back into technology. I worked for a couple of years running global product marketing at a, uh, a company called Bizarre Voice out of Austin. And then uh, and then I shifted to Facebook um, and started working on the monetization side of Facebook for over six years, um, working with gosh, probably every CPG company across the country, as well as abroad, a broad swath of the retailers across the country, large retailers. Um, and then for the last year and a half, I've been standing up uh, the the um, growth business here out of Austin for TikTok. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, as I mentioned, there's a lot of different platforms and a lot of different social media out there, which I mean, to a lot of business owners, it is and does feel a little overwhelming. Now, TikTok's kind of taken the scene by storm over the last few years. And with that, you've got a big job in front of you trying to get businesses and other people to, well, in some ways monetize and do other stuff. Like, where do you even begin a project like that? Like, look, looking at looking at what TikTok's, what it was, what it is now, and then saying, okay, we got to get businesses in here and find some utility. Like, where, what's step one? 
Yeah. Um, well, thankfully, you know, that, that um, my time at Facebook was, was spent doing a lot of that, making marketers and businesses comfortable with shifting uh, their advertising to mobile platforms, right? And getting, uh, getting comfortable with the targeting of that, getting comfortable with the efficiencies of that, getting comfortable with the creative hurdles that come with um, shifting from a TV spot, right? A 15 second TV spot to something that needs to break through in a feed in three to five seconds, for instance. Um, and so coming over to TikTok, had some, had some prior experience, uh, so knew what we wanted to accomplish, but it's a new platform, right? I mean, it's a, it's a baby relative to the Microsoft's, Google's, Facebook's, uh, snaps, Twitters of the world, right? Um, and so we're continuing to develop our capabilities, continuing to develop our um, community, our user base, and uh, our business tools that allow um, businesses like you know the entrepreneurs that listen to your show uh, the ability to reach the community on the platform on TikTok. So when it comes to the way a business uses TikTok, how how if it is different. How, how could it, or is it different than just like a standard user? I mean, do, do you yeah. need a different approach? Do you need a different set of anything? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you need a different approach for any medium, in my opinion. Um, you know, your, your, your billboard ad isn't the same as your coupon, isn't the same as your TV spot or your radio spot, right? So you gotta adjust your creative to the medium for any business. Um, it's no different for TikTok. What I tell my friends that are still in, in, you know, on the business side or on the client side, uh, or even folks around here that are have their own companies that are curious about how they can utilize the platform is first first thing to do is just get on the platform, right? Get on the platform, experience it as a user, understand the differences, right? It's not Instagram, it's not Snapchat, it's not Twitter. Um, it is its own thing. It's, it's full surface of the phone. It's sight, sound, and motion. Um, it's a content graph, not a people graph. So what you get served is going to be tailored to your interests. I mean, it didn't take long before TikTok realized I like skiing and soccer and cooking and DIY projects and things like that. And it's tailors and serves up the content to me, uh, in a way that I, that, that, you know, allows me to experience the things that I enjoy. So for any business, you probably want to get in and just understand the platform, understand the the influencers and, and the content creators and the memes and, and the cycle times on those just to get a level of comfort. And then once that happens, I think you develop kind of an intuition uh, for what will work and what won't. And then if you have a business, you probably want to start experimenting uh, with content for that business and telling your story, whatever that story may be. You might be a restaurant. Uh, so you're going to talk about things that are unique and different about your restaurant or, you know, you have a new t-shirt company or you've got a new product that you're bringing to market. And um, you could experiment with telling that story and seeing what happens. And then after that, once you kind of get like a, a touch and a feel for the platform and for the community and maybe what resonates then I think at that point you start to dip your toe into uh, paid media and starting to target um, smaller audiences at first, but then uh, get more in depth into what works and what doesn't. I've spent a lot of time talking to people about building audiences and how that n almost never happens quickly. And, yeah. you know, most of the time, if you talk to someone that's a quote, an influencer and, you know, what does that even mean? I mean, cause an influencer is someone that has other people's ears in some regards or someone that some they're paying attention to someone. But if you talk to any 
anybody like that. And I know quite a few, you know, they'll usually say, yeah, I'm the overnight sensation that was eight years in the making or, you know, something like, and so some of that frustrates people, you know, they say, well, I started a podcast, but I only got a hundred downloads in my first month. I'm like, dude, you're killing it. And they're like, what do you mean? You know, like they're, they're shocked. And I, and I tell people, I say, if you have the opportunity to talk to a hundred people about your brand and what you do tomorrow, would you be excited about that? And they're like, Oh hell yeah, I would. And I'm like, well, then you did pretty well. Like, so when it comes to any of these platforms, it, it can be frustrating in the beginning. So how do you recommend that a business kind of get past that and say like, Hey, we got to keep doing this. And, you know, you're sitting there going, but I only got 10 new followers this week. You know, how, how do you get, how do you, how do you burst out of that? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, this, this always goes, I've been having this organic conversation for the better part of the last decade. Right. And what I finally settled on is uh, look, if, if I knew how to make something go viral or how to like get a hundred thousand followers overnight, like we'd be having this conversation on my yacht, right? Like that would be sure, a, yeah. Lightning in a bottle would be an amazing thing to have. And so I, I don't really think you can program for it. Um, the, the really cool thing that I found about TikTok is that it's kind of democratized talent, right? Like little Nas X came up on the platform and a lot of the Billboard Top 10 comes up off the platform and, and people are becoming um, overnight sensations just based on, based on their talent um, alone. And so it can do that. It can democratize businesses as well. I don't know the the thing that comes to mind or the TikTok leggings, right? That um, that just sold out overnight and they had all these demand issues, which is a, a great problem to have if you're a small business. Um, but, you know, it, it it's that sort of thing where it democratized a, a solid product that had a broad audience and a broad uh, group of people that wanted to purchase it. Um, so I think that you just got to dabble and uh, and if it takes off, great, right? Like good for you. Um, but you can't plan for that. I think you need to be strategic about how you utilize the platform, utilize the paid media abilities that we have, because you can control for that. It is, you know, uh, relatively um, competitive on a CPM and CPA basis to other platforms right now. So there's a there's a bit of an opportunity there to to get broader efficiencies than maybe you normally would. Um, which is just kind of a first mover advantage that I've seen historically across my career early on at Facebook. The brands and businesses that dove in feet first uh, were able to take advantage of that arbitrage opportunity. Same thing at Instagram, um, seeing it here uh, at TikTok as well. So that's what I tell my friends. I'm like, if nothing else, just dive in feet first and experiment with it and, uh, and you'll beat a lot of competition to the marketplace. Yeah, I've been having that same organic conversation for the better part of a decade myself. And, you know, yeah. and so, I mean, I've talked to people that have have had it go really well and people that 10 years later are still kind of exercise and exercise in futility. I think I've come across a few a few common things. One, you have to you have to provide something of quality, you know, like whether it's uh, you know, like, for example, you know, YouTube's one of the first kind of, you know, video based things. And, you know, you can't put garbage out there. I mean, no yeah. one wants to watch garbage. There's an unlimited amount of everything these days. So why do people want to pay attention to what they're doing? You have to be consistent. You have to grab. So my book editor, I've written three books. And my book editor will always say, you got to lead with the need. You know, and you got to get people's attention right away. Now, I got to tell you what, as I turned 46 this month, and as I get older, that window to get people's attention has gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. And, you know, you got what would you, three seconds is, is a max at this point. 
in many regards. And, you know, you have all that scrolling. And then I also think you have to, what I found is that almost everybody that has a big audience and I'll use it. We have an example. So we have a, a YouTube channel we launched earlier. And one of the startup hustle TV cast members has 300,000 subscribers there. He said he published a hundred videos before anyone was paying attention. So you have to be ready to produce an ample amount of content and keep after it. And, you know, like the same thing with like growing your brand on TikTok. I think if you're going to, if you're going to produce five posts and then wonder why you didn't go viral or no one's paying attention. And I think the last component, like you mentioned, is you need to be ready to pay to promote stuff, you know, like, that's right. I mean, that's kind of defining promotion. So, so with that and, and kind of moving on in this conversation, where is, where is TikTok? Like, how do we do that on TikTok and what's the best approach for it? Does it have a similar platform like some of the other social media stuff? Like, how do I promote my content? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I mean, I think to your point, like, how do you capture a cultural zeitgeist, right? You could, you could produce five pieces of content and have four of them go hog wild right like who knows sure. what capture uh, a broad audience's attention um the paid component is more controllable right so if you think of if i put myself into an entrepreneur's shoes you're trying to control what you can control for um and that's the most uh it's the most obvious way to do it the the way or the yes the way in is we are continuing to build out our capabilities from a paid uh, content standpoint and, and ad units and things like that, um, that that are just the most useful depending on your business, right? Whether it's a lead generation ad or, or some sort of broad awareness ad, um, we're, we're continuing to push more and more of those products into our platform. We have a self-service tool. And then also my team has a uh, has an email alias that we can take uh, and, and start to work with advertisers. It's hello at tiktok.com and so uh, for us based advertisers if you ping that email address we have um, we have a, a team that's working to set people up in our ads manager get them get them uh, comfortable with the platform uh, and starting to to understand and reach the audiences that they want to so everyone hears about and we've even used the term here on the show influencers and you know influencer marketing has kind of uh, taken the marketing world by storm um how are you is tiktok do you have a focus on on that and like you know either helping brands align with with influencers or supporting them or i mean what's the what's the plan there yeah for sure uh, you know the creator community on tiktok is is really the lifeblood i mean some of these some of these folks are just incredibly entertaining right um or inf informational uh like i said i'm i'm into cooking and so there's a couple of chefs that i just think produce tremendous content right and it's all bite sized so no pun intended <laughs> But it's, it's like, you know, 15, 30, 60 seconds and you're like, oh, I can I can make that right. Like that's that's a that's an achievable thing. And it and kind of demystifies, you know, your your way around the kitchen. Um, so, yeah, the creator community is really, really solid. One of the cool things that TikTok has is a, uh, a creator marketplace. And so um, we're continuing to make this more and more robust. But what, what's neat about it is that it will put brands in contact with creators that you know, basically sit across audiences that they're interested in reaching. And then, um, and then we kind of create that relationship between creator and brand and they start to develop some content that feels more native to the platform. And, um, and so that's a nice way in because it is such a creator driven platform. It allows the brands to reduce that creative friction because no, you know, good creative is, 
there's not a formula for it. You kind of have to have, there's a little bit of science behind it, but you also have to have a, a touch and a feel, has to marry with the platform. And so, you know, whether it's creator produced um, or influencer produced sponsored uh, advertising for a brand, that's one way in, um, you know, the, the high production stuff that you'll see from big shops for like Apple or Nike, we've sent, seen that work. Um, you know, more um, authentic things that are, are lower production, but just true to the, the voice of the brand we've seen work. And so we're trying to work out the science behind that, right? The measurement uh, capabilities to determine like, you have, you know, this, this is what you're going to see from an ROI standpoint if you do each of these, whether it's a, uh, you know, kind of like a branded content or influencer created uh, spot versus high production versus like self-production. Um, and we'll continue to roll out those learnings to the businesses that we work with as we become more and more robust. So TikTok originally was, was it was Musical.ly, right? Music.ly, yeah. or it had morphed into something. And there's a natural progression that connects with the music industry in general. Now I have a history I worked in and around the music industry. I actually wrote a book on the subject a couple of years ago. Um, when it comes to when it comes to involvement in the music industry, is is that still something that I mean, obviously TikTok's one of the only places where you can put cool music in your content and not get well, not get hassled by the platform. What where where does that come in to the growth strategies and like just anything from creative to marketing to all of it. Yeah, what's really neat about the platform is the, are the, what we call the sounds, right? And so that's a lot of the music um, that that ends up dropping on the platform and, and really igniting and taking off, and then people take it in different directions. Um, and so, as I mentioned, you know, we have TikTok uh, has a influence over the Billboard, you know, top ten and top top 50 at this point, uh, which I think is really cool aspect of the, the cultural influence and the cultural phenomenon going on with TikTok now. Um, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that are happening as a result of, you know, bought it because of TikTok, or I mentioned the leggings that took off or uh, any of things that, that are going on on a day basis on the platform that are kind of uh, working their way throughout, uh, throughout, you know, the, the general population that are kind of fun. Uh, music is no different from that. I can't, I don't want to get over my skis and speak to something that I don't really understand as much. I know that our music partnership partnerships working day and night to, to work with all the, um, with all the, the labels in order to uh, make sure that we're staying true to all the copyright and trademark and everything that goes into, goes into that. So that, that we're being additive uh, to the business. Yeah, I've I've watched the music industry in general. Uh, you know, I, I I once worked for Roland, the world's largest maker of electronic musical instruments. That was before I was an entre before I was an entrepreneur and worked in the event ticketing space for another eight years, which is where my entrepreneur story began. In 2019, I co-authored the book, The Realist Guide to a Successful Music Career. And it's amazing how much that landscape has changed where the, you know, like it went from, Hey, CDs were this big revenue generator for music. And then that went away and then it became live music and, you know, no one buys albums anymore. So now it's about plays and how many downloads spins and all that you can get out there. And I've been 
really impressed with the ability for emerging artists to reach out with their musical content through your platform. I think it's pretty cool. Speaking of reaching out through platforms, today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io. Let us help you build a software team quickly and affordably. And for a second here, you know, let's talk just, uh, you know, so many people listen to this show because they are or want to be tech entrepreneurs. Uh, how, how, how much have you seen the the capability and the and the the just overall uh, ability to do stuff on the TikTok platform change in the time that you've been there? I mean, yeah, gosh, in the year and a half I've been here, we we started from from uh, just very nascent beginnings. Um, both around the ad platform is just around personnel. Like there just weren't very many of us when I started, and so we've been we've been continuing to build out the team and continuing to build out the robustness of the platform. Um, you know, with all with each of these platforms, obviously the most important thing are, is the community, the user base, uh, the number of people that are on it, and making sure that they're enjoying the experience, right? Uh, and then. Uh, and then we start to work with the business community in order to marry the two together, right? So that it's, it's good for everybody. When these things are done well, the uh, the community benefits from the advertisements that they're seeing. The businesses that work with us are benefiting from reaching the right audiences and not wasting their their marketing dollars. Um, and so that's really what we're intent on creating. Uh, and we're doing, you know, just every month brings uh, a new challenge, but also a new success. And so we're getting better and better at that. Um, you know, from a tech startup standpoint, one of the things I've seen on these platforms and this platform specifically is the ability for apps and like mobile app installs to really catch fire and really drive businesses forward. Um, and it, it's something cool. Like, it, it, let me, this is what I really want the the team that, that I run to, to focus on and have kind of be our mantras. We want to build businesses into brands, right? So presumably your listeners want to have like that American dream or that, that big hit where they, they take, you know, a million dollar business and they, they grow it into a billion dollar brand. And so that's the intent and thrust and focus of my team is how we can support and build businesses into those brands by using uh, the power of the platform and the, and the audiences in order to, and our tools and our, our measurement and, and all of that, the creative solutions, all of that in order to, to, to drive these businesses forward. Like, how cool is that? That's what I want to be a part of. So, you know, while the obvious answer is that any business can create, can begin to create a brand and social media presence on any platform, the fact is some businesses, some, some platforms are, are really, really levered up in a great way for certain kinds of businesses. And uh, for example, I don't, I've never really considered creating much of a presence on Pinterest. You know, we help people build software. We're not really crafts or products or like Etsy or something like that. So we don't really pay a lot of attention to that. Um, once again, I'm not trying to, to, I, I know as the, you're as in your position, the answer is yes, all businesses can and could sh sign up and should. And I don't disagree with that. But what what are some of the businesses that you or industries that you have noticed that really seem to feel like a natural fit or immediately thrived when when coming into the business fold or the business side of things? Yeah, fortunately, our audience is so broad um, that any and this sounds like like you said, I'm like, yes, and um, but it's not. A cliche. <laughs> I, I truly mean it. Like we haven't seen any one single industry 
shoot out of the gates any faster than the others. We had kind of general success across the board, whether it's like uh, fintech or education or um, CPG, like we just wrote CPG companies that are that are coming to market with new brands and uh, new products. Um, we've seen that work really well. Retailers, uh, we've done a lot of great work with. So uh, there's just a, a ton of success because the audience is so broad, right? Like I think that one of the myths that I like, it's always my favorite thing to dispel is that it's a bunch of teenage girls doing dances, right? And you're like, oh man, with over 100 million monthly actives uh, across the, the country, like it's so much more broad than that and continues to age up almost on a daily basis, right? And this is what happens with all of these platforms. I saw this at Instagram, right? The initial myth busting we had to do there is a bunch of college kids, right? And so this platform continues to, to grow uh, exceptionally quickly. And as a result, almost any business can find its audience and be able to reach um, reach the consumer that it wants to grow its business with. Do you think that there's anything that entrepreneurs uh, need to watch out for as they begin to use TikTok or the marketing platform? Like, How so? What, what would be like a different well, platform? I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, just like in general, like there's certain things like, I don't know, like I'll give you an example on this podcast. We don't talk about religion, sex or politics, you know, <laughs> and like just because like, I mean, people aren't here listening to this show because they, they don't care. I mean, well, they might care about my opinion, but they shouldn't, you know, so I, I don't know if there's, you know, certain things that that you might want to I, I, we like to do do's and don'ts. And oftentimes we structure shows around failure models, too, because. Sure. Once someone has already done something on a highly success, you know, has been highly successful doing something, well, that that blueprint might be used. And, you know, but but sometimes there's there's certain things that that can I don't know, there's indicators or things that you shouldn't do. Like no one wants to watch my dance moves, either that or they really, really do. You know, like, so, I mean, that could, could get more of an audience for me than something else, but like I don't know they're, they're really into it. They're too into it. <laughs> that would, that would be alarming because I might be one of the worst dancers on the planet. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say like, don't assume for any business, don't assume that what, what works on one platform or one medium is going to work on this and just jump away at it uh, without making adjustments. Like I said, at the outset, one of the best things to do is jump in and kind of immerse yourself in the platform, get used to it, understand the environment, understand the fact that it's a content graph um, and what that means and, and kind of how the For You feed works and For You page works for people. And once you get a sense for that, then you can back into what would work within the platform and also for the voice of the business um, versus like if you were able to successfully like pound away at something on LinkedIn and assume that that message is going to work on TikTok, it, it might not, right? Just because it's a different audience, um, different, different way of, of working uh, versus the kind of like the tone and tenor of what you'd see on LinkedIn. Okay. So, so some of the, one of the things is, you know, we talk about a lot on the show is the strength can also kind of be the weakness. And at first it's easy to look at something you're like, Oh my gosh, I've built this product and it, and it can appeal to anybody. Yeah. And then you sit down to market it and you're like, Oh man, this could appeal to anybody. You know, you're like, so how, what are, what are tips or any input that you can give on beginning to narrow that focus? Like, so you have a hundred million people that are monthly active users on TikTok, and that, that I'm like, man, so how do I narrow it down to the people that may care or want to listen to what I have to say? 
Yeah. Oh man, you're, you're and that's a, and by the way, that's a tough question to answer. I'm aware of that. Oh, I love it. I love you it. Don't, you don't. You don't. You don't know who. You don't know who might pay attention. And you, who might not? But at the same time, like I don't know. For sure. I, I mean, you're going back to like my old marketer days, and so I, I love this question, right? So this is like kind of like core to how you would like think about go to market plan for any product or, or business. Uh, service is, is that stands and to your point like you you can make a one-size-fits-all product um but but one of the in my experience the best thing to do when you're coming to market with a product or service is get really tight around your core consumer like your brand champion the person that uh this product is going to talk about this product to friends and family and and really going to find full utilization around it um a litany of business school cases about this sort of um and, and almost uh, almost always it comes down to really starting with a core fervent group around that product and service and then branch out from there, but always go like a little bit deeper, deeper with a narrower audience than and go like mass audience and just seeing what hits. That would be like my business school <laughs> advice. <laughs> it's probably outside of TikTok's realm, but you know, I don't think so, right? Like we can get pretty tight around some target audiences. And so hopefully, you know, the people that are listening and are coming to, to market with products and services have a general understanding of like who their core target is. Uh, and then we would just work to help them find that target and then tell the right story to them. Yeah, I get talked to a lot of people and just in marketing in general, and they get really hung up on CPM. And I'm like, well, well it depends on what you're, what the CPM, what, what, who is that pointed towards? Is that just general people? Cause a, th a $5 CPM sprayed out into the general world is certainly not better than a hundred dollars. That is a precise laser focused on exactly who you're wanting to reach. So yeah, sometimes yeah. people get a little, little caught up with that. And I want to go back to the influence. I, I, I want to go back to the influencer play and the creators that are in the platform. And, you know, I got to believe that it's, it's, it's great for TikTok to see these people actually benefiting from creating the content and, and finding and pulling some revenue out of it. Now, that said, I personally might not know who is or could be one of the, the possible influencers in and around what I'm trying to sell. Do you, are you helping businesses figure that out? And is that part of what that, and where it, and where is the marketplace that you, I think you mentioned earlier? Yeah, the creator marketplace. That would, that would be like coming in, working, um, working via the, like my team at that Hello Talk uh, email alias. And then once we get the businesses set up in the ads manager, then it's part of that uh, experience and in going into the creator marketplace, which is a, a product that has been built uh, to help triangulate those audiences with the brand that, you know, a brand or business is interested in getting to. Um, and then we, we help divine like what that looks like. And we're, we're working to continue to productize it to make sure that, you know, the influencer is like a good solid brief and the brand's uh, timing of the campaign works out um and there's like revisions and that but that's that's kind of the future state the future vision of making it something that's turnkey so like i said the, the content creators get the benefit of because they love it like i've been so impressed with some of our uh creators and this this sheer sophistication like uh they'll have their content will be comedy, right? Like, and seems irreverent and you would never expect a level of sophistication from, and some are really young, right? Early in their careers or early in their, their entertainment, um, you know, voice. 
And um, then you get them to the side and you start to pick their brain about their process when they work with a brand or a business. And it's really incredibly sophisticated. I'm like, holy, like, does anybody need a CMO or a creative director? Because we have these, these uh, some of these folks on our platform that are just incredibly, incredibly sharp when it comes to how to make things work for this audience on this platform. And that's one of the things I've been most uh, impressed by. And, and yeah, and the other piece is this creator marketplace uh, it's unique to TikTok. Now, other platforms, right? Like you don't get this on a, a, an Instagram. Um, a lot of that is handled through third-party agencies. Yeah. And by the way, those agencies and those platforms that do at least claim to help you identify who those people are, they're really expensive. Yeah. Like, they, they they kinda, right? I mean, it, like, it kind of scares. Well, it's even just like the, the, uh, there's some like kind of marketplaces per se that, and I've looked at a few of them and I was like, man, like you want a lot of money just to let me into this, give me access to this. Now, is that something at, like, and once again, for those of you listening, if you're interested in advertising your business or at least just reach out to Garland and his team and see what they can do for you. Cause you know, he mentioned earlier, he's talking about first movers and you can get it. I mean, this, while it seems like TikTok's everywhere, you know, we're, we've been talking about you know, this is, it's, it's certainly a good time to get in and get started. Now, when people yeah. do email hello at, at tiktok.com, are these, are these services, is this something that you're helping businesses with? Should they expect there to be any additional fees or charges or anything like that? Or is it just at this point, just trying to, you know, help people, help businesses and creators be successful on the platform? It's, it's purely the, the latter. It's helping businesses and creators be successful on the platform. We don't take any of the non-working dollars or anything. It's, it's a matter of um, setting up uh, people within the ad manager, getting comfortable with our auction uh, and our ad units and our, our products and our targeting capabilities and answering questions about getting handles verified and things like that, just all facilitating facilitating the advertisers on the platform, um, which, yeah, to your point, like, this is it's it's a good first mover time just because you know i saw this at facebook like when i started there in 2013 facebook was massive but the business in my opinion was was pretty um pretty nascent then uh and so uh there's also and people that utilize that platform at that time uh, really benefited from it their businesses really benefited from it and uh tiktok is every bit uh, there if not even more rapidly growing uh, on that side well, I mean, that's just, that's value added right there. And yeah. I think the more people, the more people you have involved in your general uh, success and have some vested interest in it. And, you know, like, that's okay. Like you're, you're learning how to monetize a platform and it's that direct interaction, both with creators and advertisers that are going to help you figure out how to make that bigger and how to scale that. For sure. But, I, I don't know. I'm going to email it here in a little bit because when I look at that, I'm like, that. Well, well seriously, because that that kind of value added is is priceless. Because you know, like it's it really is, and you're not going to get that on on other platforms. So there's something okay. to something to be said like that. The, on other platforms, you're going to get AI that's going to make a lot of uh, determinations about you and. <laughs> hopefully the right ones. So, you know, once again, with me today, I've got Garland Hill and Garland's the head of growth, uh, growth businesses for the global business solutions department at TikTok. We're talking all about how 
to grow and build your brand with TikTok. If you want to reach out to Garland and his team, just email hello at TikTok.com. That's pretty easy to remember. Now, I end my episodes of Startup Hustle. And I say my episodes because I am not the only host. Make sure to tune in on Tuesdays. Join Andrew Morgans, the CEO and founder of Marknology and Amazon Brand Accelerator. Andrew's going to talk to you all about e-commerce, Amazon, all of it. Make sure you tune in on Thursdays. Join Lauren Conaway, the founder and CEO, or I should say CEO of Innovate Her. And she's got all kinds of great stuff. If you haven't had enough startup hustle at that point, did you hear we started our own show? That's right. And don't ever start your own TV show, people. It's a lot of work. You can go over to YouTube and find us. And you know what? I'm really feeling like we're going to have to start publishing that on TikTok as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So you just go there. Just go anywhere and type in startup hustle in the search in the search bar and you will find something that we're doing. Now, I end my episodes with what we call the Founders Freestyle. I'm going to give Garland, I'm going to give you a chance to to make any statements, correct anything, do anything you want. It's a freestyle, but I'm going to ask that you also throw in some freestyle advice for what startup founders and entrepreneurs can like what's your best advice for them when it comes to using TikTok. Okay, freestyle. That's a lot. Um you, know, you can I, rap if you want. We've had people rap before. It's a, a couple people, and, and they were really proud of what they did afterwards. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> the, I think the only thing I can do off the top of my head would be like 80s Beasties boys. So I don't I don't think you That's might. okay. I might join in. I might do – who am I? Am I Mike D or do I get yeah, to be someone Yeah, Mike D. I'll be at rock. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so let's see. Um, like I think I mentioned this earlier. It, I'm truly passionate about uh, – helping businesses become brands using this platform. I've seen the power of that in the past. I think that we certainly have the capability to do that for so many uh, early businesses. Um, and so that's what I'm trying to build here. I tell my team all the time, this is, this is business development, right? I don't take a single dime from any company that I don't think that this is going to if I don't think that this is going to help their business grow. Uh, and if it turns out that it's not working, then we need to adjust, right? Because it should be, it should be based on the, our ability to target and the audiences that we have. And the, as I mentioned, the first mover advantage. Um, so uh, there's just a ton to be, to be done here. And, and I, I see our trajectory growing with um, uh, businesses that work with this only continuing to accelerate over the next uh, several years. Um, and so I'm really, really passionate about that in terms of how to do it. Uh, my advice is to download the app and start to get used to it, understand what it's all about. Uh, you won't be upset about that. Uh, it's a great place to spend your time. It's an incredibly fun environment. You like, you laugh a lot. Um, it's like I said, it's a content graph. The algorithm starts to, uh, uh, tailor itself to you just to, depending on how, you know, time you spend on stuff and things that you interact with. Uh, and so it's incredibly fun. Then you'll get a, a touch and a feel for what works on the platform and what might not. Uh, and then jump in, right? Like uh, reach out, hello at tiktok.com. Our team will work with you. We'll keep squared away. Um, we'll figure out what what uh, what the best path forward is. And um, yeah, I think that that's, that's the way we're going to go for, for the next few years. Well, well said, sir. Well said. Now I'll freestyle a couple of things. I have a couple of takeaways from today's episode one. 
if you want to reach out about advertising solutions, just email hello at tiktok.com. And, you know, one of the things here and that really stood out is, look, you got a team of people. you got Garland and a group of people that that are openly saying on this podcast, hey, we're here to help you be successful on our platform. I don't get that. I don't get that on Facebook, LinkedIn. I don't get it anywhere. So, and that's because that doesn't always exist and it might not always. So take advantage of that stuff. Like there's a lot to be said. And with that, reach out with an open mind, listen to what they have to say, be prepared to define what your needs are. And you might find some, some magic stuff happens. You know, I've seen, uh, you know, quite a few people I know that, that were kind of like, Hey, I'm going to try this TikTok thing. And then they figured it out and ended up with millions of views on some of the stuff that they put up. And they're like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. And that's that even though TikTok is being used by so many different people across the country. I mean, I still think that there's a lot of earliness to it. And that's where building audiences better, faster and cheaper occurs because it's kind of hard to break in on some of the other things because once people start, people have finite amount of attention. Once they start paying attention to other people, other brands, other things, well, they're not paying as much attention to you. So get in there and, and, and see what's up. And, you know, I think that one of the things that Garland mentioned as well that really stood out is, look, it's not just a platform for, for girls doing choreographed dances you know there's all kinds of people that are doing all kinds of stuff and laying out all kinds of info and you know get in there and see who's out there you know doing doing stuff it's it's uh uh well like and i can see garland he's he's shaking his head and nodding it at the same time yeah but it's really the way it is so you know yeah last night i was i was just scrolling through my feed and one of my daughter's doors keeps sticking and then all of a sudden, like I said, DIY, I pay attention to it. And then all of a sudden, like a, a video came up and it kind of like it showed me how to, to take the hinge out or take the pin out of the hinge, bend the hinge so that it, it like gets, you know, shim the door and then it's flush again. Or, and I'm like, oh, perfect. Like it just served it up to me. How, how awesome is that? It's been something I've been struggling with. Yeah, I mean, and so much of that, I think in this day and age, uh, people just want to see authenticity. And if you go on there and just kind of be you, like the thing we did with Startup Hustle TV, it's like, I don't, we don't put on makeup and get too involved with lighting. And, and you know, overall, from someone that has a history of working in and around the, the music industry, you're carrying a studio in your pocket right now. Yeah. Your phone is 4K. The sound is great. Everything's great. You really don't have an excuse for not creating content. And, That's you right. know, honestly, uh, you know, I, I've seen Eric Perkins, a good friend of mine and, and cast member on Startup Hustle TV. He does his whole entire everything with an iPhone. Yeah. And it blows my mind. Like the day I learned that, I was like, man, I need to go talk to my creative team because we're doing something wrong if you're doing all of this with just a phone. But you've got the capability. The only thing that's stopping you from trying is you. Yeah, uh, so kind of like Nike said, just do it. Just do it and see just what happens. It. In fact, we see a ton of that. Like, we, And we talk about it a lot internally. Just the authentic stuff is what makes TikTok TikTok, right? It's not the um, heavily curated uh content that you'll see on other platforms a lot of things that just take off are just people being people right and and that's the expectation of the community is like you know don't don't like don't try to fool me just be yourself and if you're yourself then uh people dig that and 
and that's what this that's the kind of stuff that seems to work on the platform the best and you're exactly yeah, right and I, and I think that I think that the last year plus of COVID restrictions and Zoom calls and different stuff like really made that even more real on so many levels. It's like it removed the like I watch ESPN in the morning and I got three men and a woman and they're clearly like in their own homes, you know, and like sometimes I don't know. It's just and that's the thing It's people buy from people. People want to buy from the other people that they feel are like them and and communicate with them and look we're all real like none of these folks that you, any of the true talking heads you see on tv they're not like that all the time and if they are i'm not sure i'd be able to spend a whole lot of time around them anyway speaking <laughs> of which i'm gonna get back to what i was doing i know you have a whole lot of people to help build a brand on tiktok so i'm gonna catch up with you down the road once again reach out hello at tiktok.com see you next time garland all right man appreciate it this has been fun Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.